has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, my God, a drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going. It is going. And it is gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of bunny, sunbeam, and healthy life breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. Welcome back to Reese Smith's Field as the Raiders... And UAB will conclude their doubleheader with a second uh, seven-inning game this afternoon, set to get underway in just about five minutes. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you. In the opener, John, the Raiders just could not get, uh, I was going to say, the hits when they needed them. They just couldn't get hits, period, until late in the game and then uh, went down one, two, three in the bottom of the seventh and lost that uh, opener by a score four to two. Yeah, it looked like the Raiders were uh, uh, had something going there in the sixth inning. Uh, had a uh, couple of runs, uh, took advantage of the only walk that uh, the starter Riley Davis gave up and uh, just uh, couldn't get, those, uh, get that third run. That's what they needed at the time to tie. Then they gave up a run uh, in the uh, top of the seventh. And that was the final, making it 4-2. to two. So the Raiders, who dropped the last two games to Western Kentucky last weekend, now have lost three in a row, and we'll be trying to snap out of that here in game two. The totals uh, from the official box score in game one for UAB, four runs, seven hits, two errors, and they left five men on base. And for Middle Tennessee, two runs, four hits, three errors. The Raiders stranded four. Riley Davis, the winning pitcher, three and three. Aaron Brown took the loss. He is five and three. And the time of the game, two hours and 18 minutes. And no multi-hit games for anyone with the exception of Jess Davis. UAB center fielder got two hits and drove in two runs for the Blazers in game one. So the Raiders take a 7-9-1 conference record into game two. UAB is now 6-11 in conference play. The umpires are meeting with the coaches for the exchange of lineups at home plate. We're going to go ahead and give you those lineups brought to you by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. And, John, if you're ready for game two lineups. Let's uh, jump right at it. Uh, Leading off for the Blazers will be center fielder Jess Davis of the two hits in game one. Batting second at second base, Chandler Simpson. Batting third, left fielder Colton Schultz. And in the cleanup spot, right fielder Zach Davis. At first base for this second game will be J. Paul Fullerton. Uh, he was the DH in game one. Batting six is designated hitter Ian Ladner. At shortstop, batting seventh is John Mark Mullins. And then Pate Fullerton, uh, who did not play in game one, 
will be batting eighth, playing third base. And Joseph Keel, the catcher, will bat ninth. On the mound is right-hander Tyler O'Claire, who is making his tenth start. For the Braiders, uh, leading off will be Fausto Lopez at shortstop. J.T. Mabry, the second baseman, bats second. Cole Escher, the right fielder, bats third. In the cleanup spot, Hunter Sullivan, the left fielder. Batting fifth, third baseman Brent, uh, Brett Coker. Batting sixth, designated hitter Jacob Williams. First baseman uh, for game two will be Daniel Freeman. He'll be hitting seventh. Briggs Rudder making his first start of the season, just his fourth appearance, will be behind the plate batting eighth. And then Nathan Sanders, the center fielder, bats ninth for the Raiders. On the mound, uh, left-hander Peyton Wigginton. And uh, Peyton Wigginton is kind of the key here. If he pitches like he did a week ago at uh, Western Kentucky, Raiders are going to be in a, a good position to stop that uh, losing streak. And if he pitches like he did at Birmingham uh, last month, uh, it's going to be more problematic. Well, it is a sure thing that the Raiders need a good start out of Wigginton. Today they've lost three in a row, all conference games, and we're getting ready to go down the home stretch in Conference USA. We've got a very good Louisiana Tech team coming in next weekend, so the Raiders need to make hay while they can. And and for a, a UAB team that had only won one game on the road this season, yeah. conference or otherwise, uh, they just came out and handed it to the Raiders in game one of this twin bill. So Middle Tennessee definitely needs a win today to get a split and then go on and uh, try to do well the rest of the series. Well, uh, you, you can't split a series uh, if you don't split the doubleheader on, uh, in this case, Friday. You know, it's felt like Saturday all day today, I guess because of that double this doubleheader. But uh, Raiders take the field. John is brightening up just a little bit here. Yeah, sun's trying to come up, uh, uh, come out over there in the west. And so left-hander Peyton Wigginton will take the mound here for the Raiders defensively. We'll have Coker at third, Lopez at short, Mabry at second, and Daniel Freeman playing first base in left field Sullivan, center field Sanders, right field Cole Escher, and Briggs Reuter will be the catcher. It'll be his first start of the season, only his uh, third appearance. In fact, he has uh, not had an official at bat yet. So the Raiders uh, inserting the youngster, a freshman, behind the plate to handle Wigginton here. And uh, Peyton Wigginton will be making his uh, tenth start of the season. He has uh, thrown 52 in a third innings, given up 18 runs. All but one of those earned on 45 hits, 18 walks, 43 strikeouts, 2.92 ERA, a 3-2 and two record. So Wigginton will face Davis, Simpson, and Schultz in the first inning. The lineup for both teams changed just a little bit. Not much for the Blazers as they, uh, they had a pretty good uh, lineup going that first game. That all they did was uh, switch, uh, let's see, the uh, designated hitter, Fullerton, and uh, the first baseman, Ladner, and Fullerton will play first. Ladner will be the DH 
here in game two. Against UAB in the previous meeting, Wigandon pitched well into the seventh inning. Uh, pitched six very good innings, and then in the seventh, they got to him. He wound up giving up nine hits and six runs, but he only walked one and struck out six. He did take the loss in that uh, game. So here is Jess Davis to lead it off against the left-hander Wigginton. And even with a left-hander pitching, they stacked those five left-handed hitters at the top of their lineup. There's a strike on the outside corner, nothing in one to Davis. Gary Swanson calling the balls and strikes in this game. David Pritchett at third. Kevin Condor umpiring at first. Wigginton's next pitch swung on, foul to the on-deck circle. And the count is no balls and two strikes to Davis. Davis hitting 288. Was two for four with two runs batted in in game one. Here's the 0-2 pitch, swung on, hit off his fist, foul down the left side and out of play. The count holds at two strikes. Our young people are back, but uh, that one didn't get over the fence. 0-2, the count. Lights have been on here most of the day. Sun is trying to break through here in the late afternoon. Here's the 0-2, and it is just low for a ball. One ball and two strikes. That's a tough pitch to lay off of. Briggs Reuter behind the plate, making his first start as a Blue Raider. Wigginton's 1-2 pitch, a swing and a miss, and he struck him out. Wigginton really not known as a strikeout pitcher. Pitches a little bit like Davis, their starter in the first game. Has to spot his pitches around, tries to hit the corners and keep them off balance. What out. Here's Chandler Simpson, the second baseman. First pitch, high for a ball. One ball, no strikes. Catcher Reuter is out of Columbia, Tennessee. Played at Zion Christian Academy. That one down low, ball two. Two balls, no strikes to Simpson. This is a guy you want to keep off the base paths if at all possible. Boy, you got that right. And it was was a stolen base that uh, really got their offense moving in the uh, third inning. Strike at the knees. Uh, that game one. Two balls on a strike to Chandler Simpson. Coker Lopez on the left side of the Raider infield. Mabry and Freeman on the right side. Swing and a little tap right side. Mabry charges. Short throw to first in time. And that is out number two. Two up, two down here in the top of the first. The 
For the Raiders in the outfield, Sullivan playing left field, Sanders in center, and Cole Escher in right. Here's Colton Schultz. Drove in two runs with a base hit in the first game. Takes a strike called on the outside corner. Nothing and one to Schultz. Sullivan and Escher playing this uh, left-handed hitter pretty much straight up. Uh, Sanders, what, about one, two steps into right center? 395 to straightaway center field here. And the 0-1 is swung on, hit high in the air down the left field line. It's going to be a foul ball. Sullivan, a long run. <laughs> he has really had to do some work in left field today, chasing foul balls. Boy, that one he has, uh, and that one got him over close to that fence again. So that is two strikes now on Schultz. Went into a slide on the, when he got to the track. Yeah, he's going to stop and uh, play a little bit closer to the line. Yep. For this left-handed hitter. Base is empty, two outs. And the pitch swung on lined in the left center field. That's a base hit. Sullivan will play it on one hop and get it back in. And that is the first hit of the ball game. So Wigginton, who carried a no-hitter into the last inning, Last week in Bowling Green does not have that uh, immediate pressure on him right now <laughs> as he gives up a single to Schultz. The batter is Zach Davis. But I guess that's the kind of pressure you like to have. Well, it's uh, pitch low and outside. Ball that's, one. that's when you're in the infield and say, don't hit it to me. Don't hit it to me. One ball, no strikes, the count. Zach Davis, 270 hitter, four home runs. Was one for three in game one of this doubleheader. Wigginton checks the runner. There's a strike. Outside corner, one and one. Mind, folks, that the inbox is open. We had a nice note from Robert Holt, and we thank you for that. Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you, Lois Garrett sent me a text message and said okay. she was glad to hear your melodious voice back <laughs> on the radio. Well, thank you, Lois. I appreciate that. One ball, one strike. The pitch. Just missed outside. Plate umpire Swanson had a long look at that one before. Deciding not to raise his right arm. So, so did, she, did she actually say melodious, or is that one you threw at me? No, I just threw with that With a little at bit you. of snark on there. Threw that at you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Two balls and a strike. I got a lot of catching up to do, John. <laughs> Swinging a foul out of play. Two and two. Oh, we're, uh, we're into our 15th year together today. Really? Yeah. Kind of late getting started, but uh, yeah, better late than never. There you go. Two balls, two strikes, the pitch. Just missed outside, three and two. 
Our friend Leather Lungs even welcomed you back. He did. He did. It's nice to be wanted. <laughs> I think he wants your job. Oh. <laughs> oh he wouldn't need this uh, microphone, would <laughs> no, he? No, he would not. Full count, three and two. The runner will be going here with two outs. And Wigginton's pitch hit to short. Going to be a tough play for Lopez. Bare hand pickup, throw to first, not in time. The runner is turning and going to third. Yeah, that ball one-hopped uh, Daniel Freeman and uh, got away from him. And it was uh, that uh, getting away from him that uh, – allowed uh, Schultz to go on to third base. Um, my guess is you give him a hit in air on that, don't you? Kind of waiting for a decision. That looks like. Yeah, they posted an error. Yeah. That's that would be on the throw, I guess. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, he was going to beat that out. And, uh, So that would be on Lopez. All right. And so going to third base is the E6. First and third, two outs. Here's Fullerton. Strike call, nothing and one. Now, this is an oddity, John. The Blazers are starting two pairs of brothers. The two Davises and the two Fullertons. Here's for the pitch is hit to the right side. Mabry charges. He's going to have to make a good play, and he does to retire the side. Slow bouncer to the right side, and Mabry makes the play. That is all in the first inning for UAB. No runs, a hit. There was one error, and two men left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning, game two of the doubleheader. UAB nothing, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU. The University of Opportunities. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we move to the bottom half of inning number one for the Raiders. It will be Fausto Lopez to lead it off. Lopez, Mabry, and Cole Escher here in the first inning against the right-hander Tyler O'Claire. Got some numbers on him. Uh, I do. Uh, let me find him here. There we go. Uh, he is uh, making his 10th start of the season. He's thrown 54 in the third innings, uh, giving up 39 runs, 
30 of them earned on 54 hits, 15 walks, 40 strikeouts, 4.97 ERA, a three and four record. Opponents hitting uh, 255 against this right-hander. Oh, and there's the sun, Dick. Right in time to be in my face. Well, they knew you were coming back, John. The sun, you can't fool the sun. You got that right. Here's Lopez. First pitch from Eau Claire is up high for ball one. Eau Claire was matched against Wigginton in uh, one of those games in Birmingham, and he came out a little bit the better of it. Tied inside, ball two. Eau Claire pitched six innings, allowed five runs, all earned on seven hits. Walked three and struck out four, but he did not get a decision. That game was decided late. UAB won it, I think, eight to five. Pitch high, ball three. He's behind Lopez, three and oh. Walking. Fausto in the first game, one for three. There's ball four. That's a four-pitch walk. That's a little different from game two, or game one. Yeah, it was a while before the Raiders got that first base runner in game one. Not only the first base runner, but uh, it was uh, sixth inning before we got the only walk of that ball game. Here's JT Mabry. JT won for three in the first game, scored a run. Lopez at first. And the pitch to Mabry is right in there for a strike called. Let's see if the Raiders want to get their running game going here early. Didn't have much of a chance in the first game to do any running. UAB won that first game 4-2. to two. Eau Claire out of the stretch, and the pitch is a strike called, nothing and two. Yeah, through the first five innings of that first game, Mabry was the only uh, Blue Raider to get to second base in the first five. He didn't reach on an error. Lopez at first on a four-pitch walk. Eau Claire throws over there and holds him on. Check and see what Eau Claire did in his last outing. As he's been a regular part of their rotation. Eau Claire pitched uh, against Florida Atlantic last weekend, went six and two thirds, allowed two runs, but took the loss. That's tough. Yes, it is. The pitch missed outside. One and two. He pitched against Southern Miss, went four innings and gave up six runs and was the losing pitcher. And against La Tech, he got the win and their only win in that series. Went six and two-thirds, gave up three runs and was the winning pitcher. One and two, the count to Mabry. Oh, the... Thought they had him, John. Boy. Thought he was leaning the wrong way, but he got back in time. He was taking a pretty good lead there. 
No score. We're in the bottom half of the first inning. Game two of our doubleheader. And the sun is shining. There goes Lopez. Throw down to second is off the mark. And into center field. And Fausto's going to leg it over to third. That'll be a stolen base and an E2 on the throw. So for Lopez, that is number 18 in the stolen base department. He's at third, charging error to the catcher on the throw. Each team has committed an error in the first inning. Two balls, two strikes to Mabry. Swung on, hit high in the air down the left field line. Lopez is going to tag. The catch is made. Here comes Lopez to the plate, and he will score All right. the first run of the game. That is a sacrifice fly. J.T. Mabry hit it down the left field line where their left fielder, Schultz, gathered it in, but really didn't have much of a chance to get Lopez. Now, Lopez has got good speed and uh, just outran that baseball. One out. A run in, Raiders leading one to nothing. And the batter is Cole Escher. Base is empty, one out, swing and a miss. Cole Escher, John, is the only Blue Raider with more walks than strikeouts. Swing and a foul tip. He has walked 11 times this year and struck out only six times in uh, at over 70 at bats. He's behind here, two strikes. Ball outside, one and two. Hunter Sullivan waiting to hit next. Well, I'm also glad to see that uh, the Blue Raider pitching staff as a whole has more, way more strikeouts than walks. There is a foul down the left side, out of play. I can remember at least one year that that wasn't necessarily the case. It wasn't that long ago. One ball, two strikes to Escher. High for a ball, two and two. Raiders leading 1-0 in game two. And we're just in the bottom of the first inning. Swung on, hit into left center field, hit pretty well. That ball is going to be off the wall, or is it? No. I think it is caught. I think Schultz ran that thing down. That was like the one that uh, Fausto Lopez hit in the uh, – First game. Boy, that was an excellent catch. He was on the warning track and flagged it down for out number two. Yeah, out uh, on the center field sign of the 365 sign in uh, left center. So two outs, bases empty for Hunter Sullivan. Eau Claire, the right-hander delivers, and Sullivan fouls it away, strike one.
the sun is now casting shadows out on the field. And the giant shadow from Floyd Stadium creeping over the outfield. Swing and a miss. Came with a little high heat. Count goes to two strikes on Sullivan. Hunter hitting 317 on the year. Here's the 0-2. Strike three called at the knees. Took a little bit off. Caught him looking. That's all in the first inning. One run, no hits. An error. Nobody left. We've completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee won. UAB nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the do. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the second inning here in game two. Raiders leading one to nothing. Peyton Wigginton, who allowed a couple of hits in that first inning, but got out of there with no run scored. We'll face Ladner, Mullins, and Pete Fullerton here in the Blazers' second inning. Ian Ladner is the designated hitter in this game. Swing and a miss, strike one. Ladner coming in at 286. Big right-handed batter. Wigginton, next pitch swung on, hit in the air to left field and deep. And all Sullivan can do is watch that one sail over the wall for a solo home run. (coughs) So it is now a one-to-one game. Ladner pulled it into left field and right over the left field wall. Hit number three, run number one off Peyton Wigginton, whose string of scoreless innings was stopped with that home run ball. Here's John Mark Mullins, the shortstop. 
Wickenden's pitch high, ball one. Mullins, a switch hitter, batting right-handed against the left-hander, Peyton Wigginton. So we're tied 1-1 in the second inning. Laid that one right in there, one ball, one strike. That home run was only the fourth that Wigginton has allowed this season. But it was a no-downer. All Sullivan can do is watch it go. Pitch outside, ball two, two and one. Nobody on or out here in the top of the second inning. UAB has tied the game at one. And Wigginton's pitch hit the short. Past the diving Lopez into center field. That's a base hit. Don't think he would have been able to throw him out had he been able to stop the ball. No, I think you're right, Dick. That's the fourth hit for the Blazers. And the batter is Pete Fullerton. He's a ground ball here. He's the younger of the Fullerton brothers. He's a sophomore. That's from the left side. And coming in with a 189 average. Swing and a tap right. They had started the runner. Only play will be to first. Mabry makes the play to retire Fullerton for out number one. And Mullins, who had... Started on the pitch, easily into second base. Yeah, productive out. Move that runner. Now you've got a runner in scoring position with just one out. This is the number nine hitter. The catcher, Joseph Keel, had a base hit, scored a run in game one. I think this young man's going to be tired by the time we get to the seventh inning today. He's catching both games today. Pitch low to Keel, ball one. Mullins at second base with one out. Wigginton comes set, checks the runner at second. Pickoff play, and he's going to be back in there. Maybury slipped in behind the runner. Made the throw. Good throw. Just not in time. Here's the pitch. Swung on, hit to third. Coker looks the runner back. Over to first in time. And that is out number two. Keel grounds out, third to first. So with two outs, top of the batting order. Jess Davis will come in. He was a strikeout victim in the first inning. Two for four in that first game, but uh, one of those uh, outs was a strikeout as well. So two for five on the afternoon with two strikeouts. 
He is the younger of the Davis brothers. The pitch. Outside, ball one. A left-handed batter against the lefty, Peyton Wigginton. The pitch swung on, hit high in the air, and foul out of play. Oh, it's hard to see anything on that left side right now. It's hard to it? pick up the ball coming off the bat with that uh, looking right into the sun. Feels good, though. One ball, one strike. Temperature was 59 at game time. Up just four degrees since 2 o'clock. Pitch. Strike at the knees. One and two. Right now it's uh, 61, but there's a lot of difference between 59 and 61 at the sun shining. Yes. One ball, two strikes to Davis. Struck him out. They pitched him inside for the entire first game, and he got him on an inside fastball there. And that's out number three in the inning. One run on the solo home run, two hits, and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning, UAB 1, Middle Tennessee 1, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We take you into the second inning now. Game two of our doubleheader. For the Raiders, it will be Coker, Williams, and Freeman. Face the right-hander, Tyler Eau Claire. First pitch coming to Brett Coker inside for ball one. Coker drove in the Raiders two runs in the first game with a sixth inning single. Swung on, drive in the left center field. They're not going to get to that one. That one's off the wall, and he is headed to second base. Left fielder Schultz had a little trouble picking it up out there, and no play at second base. That is a leadoff double for Brett Coker. Coker goes in standing up. Boy, that, it makes such a difference in an inning when you can get that leadoff hitter. 
on base, doesn't it, Dick? It does. That's the Raiders' first hit of the game. The batter is Jacob Williams. Williams in the first game, 0 for 3. Eau Claire ready to work. Checks the runner at second. And the pitch, a swing and a foul tip. Struck one. Eau Claire looking into his catcher, Keel. Hands at the belt and the pitch inside. One and one. Eau Claire listed at 6'5", 190. He's a sophomore from Calera, Alabama. Where? Calera. That's a new one on me. Yep. One ball, one strike. High for ball, two and one. I'd like to welcome you folks who might be listening down Birmingham way, listening and or watching on our CUSA feed. Two balls and a strike. Coker leads from second. Pitches foul to the screen. Two and two. The right-hander comes set. Coker leads from second. All three is inside, and it's a full count for Jacob Williams. Remind folks again that the inbox is open, uh, radio at GoBlueRaiders.com. If you want to say hey to us. So Jacob Williams standing in with a 3-2 count. And the pitch, low and outside, and he lost him. Uh, he wasn't close on those last two pitches. That's second walk allowed by Eau Claire. And with runners at first and second, the batter is Daniel Freeman. The first baseman, number 42, Daniel Freeman. Freeman from Smyrna by way of Columbia State Community College. Big right-handed batter. Struck out as a pinch hitter in game one. He's around a bunt, pulls the bat back, takes the pitch low, ball one. One ball, no strikes to Freeman. Check of the runners, and the runners go, a swing and a miss. The throw is to second. That's not in time. It's a double steal. 
And Freeman was swinging to protect the runners there. Uh, which he was able to do. So give a stolen base to Coker and one to Williams. Now Freeman just needs to put the ball in play. One ball, one strike. They're going to play their middle infield infielders back and play the corner infielders in about even with the bag. The pitch to the plate. Wayman hits it left side to the shortstop. They're making the play to the plate. I think he's going to be out. He is. Oh, that was a good play by Mullins. Yes, it was. Because he was not in. He was playing back and still managed to throw Coker out at the plate. That'll go six to two. For the first out. And because of where the ball was hit, that kept uh, the runner at second from advancing. So we don't have the runner at third. First and second with one out now. Here's Briggs Reuter. This is maybe his first at bat of the season. He has no official at bats. Strike called. Freshman catcher getting his first start today in game two. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. No balls, two strikes. Nathan Sanders would be next. Runners at first and second, one out. Swing and a miss, struck him out swinging. So Reuter down on strikes for out number two. It's the first strikeout, no, a second strikeout for Eau Claire. And the batter is Nathan Sanders. Going to take a two-out hit if the Raiders are going to score here. Well, you hate to waste an opportunity like we had. Got the first two men on. Because of the double steal, we had them both in scoring position. Here's the pitch. Sanders swings and fouls it back. Strike one. Nathan hitting 202. His only home run of the season did come against UAB in Birmingham. Pitch swung on, hit in the air into left field. Schultz is over and makes the grab for out number three. That is all in the second. No runs. One hit. And two men left. We've completed two full innings. UAB one, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Here's one for you, Mr. Callow. On April the 23rd, 1954. Okay. At Bush Stadium. All right. I'm sure you were there. No. Henry Aaron hits the first of his 755. Career wow. home runs came in the, his seventh major league game. I did see him hit a home run. That would have been the old Sportsman's Park Bush Stadium. And I saw him hit a home run, the first major league game I ever saw. Bouncing ball on a bunt attempt, and it's going to be played there by Freeman, and he is out at first base. Nice play by Daniel Freeman. Yep, three unassisted. And that is out number one here in the third inning. That came, uh, of course, against the Cardinals' right-hander, Vic Rashi. And the Braves won the game 7-6 to six in extra innings. Colton Schultz. I guess that was after Vic Rashi pitched for the Yankees. Yeah. Schultz with a single to left field, his first at bat, takes the pitch low in the dirt, ball one. The Yankees thought Vic Rashi was washed up and traded him to the Cardinals, and I think he pitched pretty well over there. Uh, he had a couple of good seasons with us. Here's something about St. Louis in the summer that can revitalize a career. Strike called. One ball, one strike. So he must have been a hot weather pitcher. I guess. <laughs> Here's the 1-1 pitch from Wigginton. Hit up the middle, gonna be a tough play. Lopez has it, throws to first late. He did well just to get to that ball. Well, he sure did. That'll be an infield hit for Schultz. His second of the game. And the fifth hit off Peyton Wigginton. With one out, the batter is Zach Davis. Can you imagine pitching in St. Louis in uh, July and August with the heat and the humidity and a flannel uniform? Oh, my goodness. They still have turf there or they have grass? Uh, they've got grass at the new ballpark. Here's Zach Davis. Ground ball in the hole. That one had eyes in the left field. Davis' second hit of the game. 
First and second with one out. And Wigginton not fooling them today. Not so far. The first baseman, number 15, J. Paul Fullerton. Here's Fullerton. This is the elder of the two Fullertons. He's a senior. J. Paul. J.P. Speaking of uh, grass, our, look, our grass is looking really good. It really is. Hasn't had much uh, activity on it the last two weeks. Let's see what else. I see if I can stump you with something here. Now, who was the first pitcher to lose a nine-inning no-hitter? Wow. Came on this date in 1964. Cincinnati Reds beat the Houston Colt 45s one to nothing. Ken Johnson pitched a no-hitter for Houston and lost one to nothing. Pete Rose trying to butt his way on, went to second on a throwing error by the pitcher himself and scored the only one of the game in the top of the ninth inning when Nellie Fox booted a ground ball. Wow. Tough way to lose a game, isn't it? It is. And a no-hitter. Especially uh, an error on Nellie Fox. He was usually a pretty sure-handed second baseman. First pitch to Fullerton, outside ball one. After a brief visit from pitching coach Kyle Bunn to the mound. Nellie Fox had an interesting career. I think uh, most people remember him as uh, when he was pairing with Louis Aparicio in the White Sox. Strike caught the inside corner, one and one. But he started with uh, Philadelphia, the athletics of Philadelphia. One ball, one strike. The count to J. Paul Fullerton. Raider infield looking for two. A ball outside, two balls and a strike. Runners lead at first and second. Ground ball to first. They're going to get the sure out there, and the other runners will advance. Freeman took it on a couple of hops. And that is out number two. Yeah, I think he was going to have trouble getting Zach Davis at second base, so I think that was just the wise move. Now all you need is a, a fly ball, and you're out of this inning. Ladner did hit a fly ball in the second inning. Yeah, except it left the ballpark. <laughs> second and third, two outs. Ladner with a solo homer. And the second, first pitch is outside, ball one. Ian Ladner from Brandon, Mississippi. Pitch swinging a foul back. I think I mentioned in the first game that he had a walk-off home run last weekend over uh, 
in their win over FAU. I think they split that series. One ball, one strike to Ladner. Runners second and third. Peyton Wigandon trying to get out of a spot here in the third inning. Takes the pitch high and outside. Four ball two, two and one. John, they're looking for more rain tonight, I think. Into, into the morning hours. I think maybe starting after midnight is the last I heard. Swinging a foul out of play. So we're hoping it's all gone by 1 o'clock tomorrow when we're scheduled to play. Well, we're down to a 60% chance at 1, 1 p.m. Two balls, two strikes the count to Ladner. And Wigandon's pitch hit to the right side. Mabry got a high hop over to first in time, and that's the inning. Pitched around those two singles. No runs, two hits, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the third. UAB one, Middle Tennessee one here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. As we go to the third inning here in game two of our doubleheader, top of the batting order for the Raiders, Lopez Mabry and Cole Escher to face the right-hander Tyler O'Claire. He's only given up the one hit. That was a leadoff double by Coker in the second inning. Giving up a couple walks, though. One of those walks scored. He walked Lopez as the leadoff batter in the first, and he came around to score on a sacrifice fly by Mabry. Swing and a miss. He was badly fooled on that pitch. Strike one. I think he thought something was going to be where he could hit it, and all of a sudden it wasn't there. Right-hander delivers. Pop foul out of play. It's going to be into the grandstand. Count is 0-2. Lopez trying to get on here in the 
Henning hits the ground ball to second. And over to first, Simpson throws him out. That's out number one. John Lopez has reached base now. The second baseman, number 11. 29 straight games. Wow. He has reached base by hook or crook. Well, that's uh, why you put a guy like that in the leadoff spot. Mabry up. Sucks one down the left field line, and that is foul and out of play. I want to leave the park. I, I lost it. And I, I must have because uh, we've got a couple of young people down there, and neither one went chasing. So, Pitch misses inside. One ball, one strike to J.T. Mabry. Right fielder playing fairly shallow. Center fielder, left fielder about straight away. Mabry, and there's a half swing. He was fooled on that pitch. One ball, two strikes. And the one-two pitch. Strike three call. Caught him looking. Caught him looking on a good fastball, 90 miles an hour. Third strikeout for Eau Claire. Raiders in their black tops today, white numerals, white lettering, white pinstripe pants. UAB in their green tops, white pants. And I guess that's kind of gold trim and lettering. Cole Escher takes the pitch low, ball one. What do you call that shade of green? It's a dark green. Is that forest green? Uh, you, you got me. You got me too. Ball hit in the air to right field, charging the right fielder. He is not going to be able to get there. And that is a base hit for Escher. Dropped it right in front of Zach Davis. Second hit for the Raiders. Here is Hunter Sullivan. Sullivan looked at a third strike in the first inning. Forced green and old gold. Good, good job, John. There's a pitch outside, ball one. Old gold. Yeah. It used to be a brand of cigarettes, I sure think. Sure did. One ball, no strikes. The count to Sullivan. Down low, ball two. Sullivan, a left-handed hitter. For the runner at first and two outs here in the th bottom of the third. A 1-1 game. Eau Claire's pitch. Swung on, hit in the air into left field. Fairly deep to center fielder back. That's Jess Davis near the warning track. Yeah. Fairly deep left center makes the catch. About one step short of that warning track. That is all in the third. No runs, a hit. And the runner left. We've completed three innings for UAB 1-1. Six hits. 
They've committed an error. They've left five for the Blue Raiders. One run, two hits. They've committed an error. They've left, left three. It's one-to-one as we go to the fourth inning here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. John Mark Mullins leads it off for UAB in the fourth. Mullins, Pete Fullerton, and Keel, bottom third of the order for the UAB Blazers. Switch hitter batting right-handed. Mullins takes a whack at the first pitch. Hits it down the right field line, foul, and it takes one hop, goes into the bullpen. One strike to Mullins. Mullins had a single back up the middle in uh, this uh, third inning, second inning, second inning. Here's the pitch, grounded foul, third base side, 0-2 the count. This kid is only a sophomore, and he's a very good hitter. Hits from both sides. He's had his troubles in the field. He's committed coming into this series 18 errors. Oh, wow. That compared to Lopez, I think, had eight errors playing a similar position shortstop. But Fausto's trying to catch up today, I think. Pitch is... They appeal, they say it's a ball. One and two. Pal still had a tough game in the field in game one. But that's going to happen if you play that shortstop position enough. That's where all the action is. One ball, two strikes. A swing and a miss. Struck him out swinging. That's the way to do it. Out number one in the fourth. That's strikeout number three for Wigginton. Batter is Pete Fullerton. The third baseman, number 21. Went after the first pitch in the second inning, grounded out to second. Two of those three strikeouts, same guy, Jeff Jess Davis. Leadoff hitter. Wigginton with the full windup. Missed the inside corner, ball one. He's not afraid to come inside to a left-handed hitter, is he? No, he's not. 
Hardly any uh, wind blowing right now. There's some discussion going on between the home plate umpire and the Raider dugout. Home plate umpire Gary Swanson took his mask off and took a step or two towards the uh, Raider dugout for his end of that conversation. I think the consensus over there was that in our dugout that, that the pitch was a strike. One ball, no strikes to Fullerton. And a swing and a miss. One and one. And there's still some jawing. there, doesn't he? Still jawing back and yeah. forth. One ball, one strike to Fullerton. Pete Fullerton. He is a 189 hitter. Playing third base in this game. Bouncing ball, charging Mabry, got by him into center field. That was going to be a tough play to make because uh, ba- uh, the first bounce of that ball, it was high, 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 and all Mabry could do was, you know, you, you, what do you do? Had to try to backhand it. Yeah. Skipped under his glove and. A runner at first with one out for the catcher, Joseph Keel. He is a freshman. He has caught both games in this doubleheader. It's out of Florence, Alabama. Looks like they gave him an error on that. That's a tough error. Yeah. Pitch is high, ball one. Yeah, we've got two errors up on the board for the Raiders now. Well, you're right. That is a tough, uh, tough E. One ball, no strikes to Keel. The Raider infield looking for two. Pop foul. That is going to get back into the grandstand. And with only 50% capacity in the stadium, John, that one didn't come close to hitting anybody. No. (laughs) One ball, one strike. And the pitch. High for a ball, two and one. We're not going to get to uh, host the state baseball championships this year. We're not. No. They will move to area high school stadiums. Okay. Again, that's because of the seating protocol here. Gotcha. Ground ball. Freeman, nice stop. Throws to second. Safe. The runner beat the throw down. Wow. Freeman made a good play, and he was so far off the bag. I think that he was, his momentum was taking him towards second yeah, base. I That's, think that was the right play. He just uh, didn't get it turned in time. So that we call a fielder's choice, I think. I think so. That's what I've got it down in the book as. First and second, one out. 
Here's the leadoff man, Jess Davis, who has struck out twice. And again, double play in order here with one out. Ground ball to second. Taylor made. Out at second. Safe at first. He beat the throw. They get the out at second. Mabry to Lopez. Over to third, Fullerton. And at first base, again on the fielder's choice, is Davis. First and third, two outs. Here is Simpson. He's grounded out twice. Got to keep your eye on Davis now. Got that first and third situation. Oh, I think it's... uh... I think you can almost write it in your book right now. Raiders with a young catcher back there. Tough spot. Runner not going. Blowing inside, ball one. Chandler Simpson, 0 for 2. Infield shallows up a bit. Oh, the outfield, rather, shallowing. Playing a few steps in, Casey tries to bloop one over. That's a strike at the knees, one and one. This game is tied one to one in the fourth inning. UAB, however, with runners at the corners, two outs. And a 1-1 count to Simpson. Wigginton comes set. There he goes. Swing and a miss. Throw to second, not in time. The runner at third stays put. That'll be a stolen base for Davis. Pitch a strike. They got one and two on the board. Yep. So second and third now. Two outs. Ground ball to second. Should be out of the inning. Mabry over to first in time. That is all in the fourth. Wigginton has been pitching around trouble all afternoon. Sure has. He's had two runners. Uh, left two, uh, stranded two runners in three of the four innings. No runs, no hits, an error, two left. We go to the bottom of the fourth, UAB 1, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. 
Dennis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Coker, Williams, and Freeman for the Raiders. Brett Coker had a double in his last at bat, or his only at bat here in game two. And it sent it deep to the wall in left field and hits one in the same spot. And it's going to get down. Coker's on his way to second. Throw coming in. It'll be another stand-up double for Brett Coker. Yeah, Davis, uh, that ball just died at the foot of the wall out there. Uh, two signs over from the 365 sign. Third hit for the Raiders, and Coker has two of them, both doubles. The batter is Jacob Williams. Through a walk in the second inning. Now we got Coker on in the second, but we couldn't get him around. We need to get him around to score. Got him uh, to third base, uh, or he got himself to third base, stealing a bag, but uh, thrown out at the plate. So Jacob Williams stands in. Tyler O'Claire, the right hander. Out of the stretch, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike one to Williams. Drew a walk in the second inning. Eau Claire's got that bushy hair protruding from his cap. Here's the pitch. Low. That's the old... Jacob DeGrom look. Yeah. Not the current. If he had a, 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 a beard to go with it, he'd look like John Gant of the Cardinals. Or how about that kid May of the Dodgers? Well, he's got a lot of hair. Here's the pitch. Hit high in the air in the infield. Third baseman calling for it between home plate and the pitcher's mound. And Fullerton makes the catch for out number one. As they say, you could chop that one up into a dozen singles. Or uh, or you could have caught it in a phone booth, right? Yep. One out, runner at second. Here is Freeman. Freeman hit the ball in the second inning. the play where Coker was thrown out at the plate. Hit it to shortstop. Pickoff throw, and he threw it away. Here comes Coker to third as the ball comes back into the infield. And that will be an E1. Error on the pitcher. Pickoff throw to second. Just off the glove of uh, whoever was covering. 
And rolled into center field. So Coker's now in scoring position at third with one out. Enfield stays back. They bunt. Here comes Coker. And the pitcher made a mistake. He picked it up. When it was a fair ball, it was rolling out of bounds, John. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I was really, really surprised. And the runner's safe. The runner's safe, and the run scores, and it's two to one. So you give him a single on that. Wow. If Eau Claire had waited another five seconds, that ball would have rolled foul. Yeah, it was, it was definitely headed to foul territory. Had that spin, you could, you could I tell. Think he, I think he just panicked. And he's thinking, gotta you know, got to get it out. But the run scored. Nice tr- bunt there by Freeman. That was the safety squeeze right down the first base line, hugging the chalk. But Eau Claire picked it up. It was still a fair ball. Pitch ball one to Reuter. Struck out in the second. And the throw to first, runner back. So the Raiders leading now two to one. We're in the bottom of the fourth. And the pitch swung on, hit in the air to center field. Moving over a few steps to his right. Jess Davis makes the catch. That's out number two. Nathan Sanders will hit. I like this. We're going to clear the lineup, get back to the top. Sanders fly to left. He shortened up as if to bunt. Uh, He was bunting for a hit. Took it for ball one. You know, when you're hitting 200, uh, you'll do a lot of things to get, uh, get a hit. Eau Claire looking in. Outside, ball two, two and oh. The Raiders have squeezed across a run here in the fourth inning and lead it two to one. Here's Eau Claire's pitch. Swung on, hit to right field, but not far enough. And it's played there by Simpson for the out at first. And that is all for the Raiders here in the fourth inning, but a run on two hits and one man left. Had an error in that inning as well. There was one error, correct. And that allowed the runner to get to third. Set up the run. He later scored. So we've completed four full innings, two to one. The Raiders lead it on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the fifth inning with the Raiders leading now two to one in game two of our doubleheader, trying to get a split of this twin bill and take a one one record into tomorrow's third game. Here's Schultz leading off. Colton Schultz takes a strike call, nothing and one. Be he good has, to get uh, Schultz and Zach Davis, the, the current hitter, and the next uh, on deck because uh, between the two of them, they have four of the Blazers' six hits. Schultz two for two, both singles. Wigginton's pitch, check swing, and he went around, strike two. Well, I've been looking for the result from men's tennis today. The Raiders were matched against UAB in the Conference USA tournament in Charlotte. Raiders the number one seed in that tournament, and UAB was seeded number eight. But I haven't found the result yet. Pitch fouled out of play. Count holding at two strikes. Women's tennis uh, was knocked out of the Conference USA Tournament quarterfinals in Denton by Rice. The score 4 nothing, and the ladies wound up their season with a record of 11-12. and 12. Schultz takes the pitch outside, one ball, two strikes. Softball playing at FAU this afternoon. They started at 5, so that game is well along. Here's the 1-2 pitch. Hit in the air to center field, and coming in will be Sanders to make the catch. Four out number one. First time we've been able to get Schultz out in this game, and now Zach Davis, who was also two for two, will come in. The right fielder number 22, Zach Davis. Happy birthday today to former Blue Raider pitcher Carter Bear, celebrating a happy birthday, we hope. Got you a final on that uh, ten- men's tennis stick. Here's the pitch. Davis takes it low, ball one. Raiders uh, 
take that uh, that uh, four to nothing. All right. That's the way it was supposed to turn out. That's why you get to be a number one against an eight, right? Yep. So they'll move on in the tournament. Pitch to Davis, a strike call. Other winners in that tournament, uh, Florida Atlantic, four zip over uh, Southern Mississippi, and uh, Old Dominion, four zip over Rice. That's in the men's tennis championships in Charlotte. One ball, one strike to Zach Davis. Low in the dirt, ball two. And then you also have Charlotte, a four to three winner over Texas San Antonio. That's the home court advantage. Two balls and a strike to count to Davis. Fullerton waiting to hit next. Ground ball up the middle. Lopez gets there behind the bag, throws to first, and got him. Nice pickup by Boy. Freeman over at first base. Yeah, uh, Fausto uh, uh, had a hop in there right at the end and uh, of that throw, and Freeman did a good job picking it up and holding. So two up, two down in the fifth, and the batter is J. Paul Fullerton. He has grounded out twice. The first baseman number 15, J. Paul Fullerton. Fullerton bats from the left side. And Wigginton's pitch fouled out of play, strike one. So it looks like uh, Middle Tennessee will play Charlotte in that uh, uh, tomorrow in the one of those semifinal matches. Semifinal or quarterfinal, I don't know which it is. It says here that it's a semifinal. Okay, good. Strike call to Fullerton, nothing and two. And Old Dominion will be playing, uh, looks like Old Dominion against Florida Atlantic. Two strikes the count to Fullerton. Wigginton's pitch, ground ball to second. Big hop, Mabry. Over to first, that is a quick one, two, three inning. And the first for Wigginton today. Three up and three down, nothing across. As we go to the bottom of the fifth, Middle Tennessee two, UAB one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, 
the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Raiders will have the top of the order up against right-hander Tyler O'Claire. He has pitched four innings, allowed two runs on four hits. He has walked two and struck out three and trails in the game by a score of two to one. Fausto Lopez walked and scored in the first, grounded out in the third. What'd you say he's reached in how many straight games? Well, let's see. 29. Wow. And this is game number 37 on the season. Pitch low to Lopez, ball one. It will be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock for the third game of this series. Swing and a miss. One ball, one strike. Well, we've reported on tennis. Let's tell you about golf. Our women's golf team finished in a tie for second in the conference tournament. Tied with Western Kentucky behind the tournament winner, North Texas. North Texas shot a aggregate negative one. Wow. One under par for the tournament. Strike caught the inside corner. Two and two. The Raiders and Western Kentucky each were 11 over par, tied for second. Men's tournament gets underway Monday in Texarkana, Arkansas. There's a ball poked into right field and going to be caught. Zach Davis, the right fielder, had him play just right. Caught that little bid for a base hit for out number one. Not quite a line drive and not quite a fly ball. Congratulations to Blue Raider golfer Tanner Owens, who was named to the Conference USA All-Academic Team, I think for the second time in his career. Mabry pops it straight up in the air. Shortstop coming in. Mullins is under it. He's got it for out number two. Two up and two down. At Conference USA Tournament Monday through Thursday in Texarkana. I used to have to go to Texarkana. There's not much there except truck stops. Here's Cole Escher. Uh, you don't know where the golf course is then? No, I don't. Escher takes it for ball one. And they swing it a foul back. One ball, one strike. I do remember, though, there was a pretty good barbecue place, but I can't remember whether it was on the Arkansas side or the Texas side. Is that anywhere close to the Red River? Uh, Yeah. Had the Red River foul out of play, one and two. Red River goes through Shreveport and 
kind of up and into North Texas. Yeah, eventually, and into Oklahoma. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch. Struck him out. He's going to have to run it out, and the catcher's throw to first in time. So Escher down on strikes for out number three. That's a quick inning. Boy, sure was. Nothing across. So each pitcher had a one, two, three, fifth inning. We've completed five. It's Middle Tennessee 2, UAB 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Double Tree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Door goes down to second. We're set to go in the sixth inning. Peyton Wigginton will face Ladner, Mullins, and Pete Fullerton. In the sixth, Ian Ladner, solo home run in the second inning for the Blazers' only run in this game, grounded out in the third. Pitch swung on, hit high in the air, and foul, and that one's going to get out of play. There Over we go. Behind the Blue Raider dugout. Strike one. Some bystander took one step away from that baseball. Is it touchdown? Ladner's home run was his second of the season. He's been bothered by injuries quite a bit this year. The pitch... Swung on, and this one's fouled Boy, the other he way. got around on that ball in a hurry. Two strikes. Wigginton set the side down in order in the fifth. Trying to keep it rolling, and the pitch is outside, ball one. One and two. The one two delivery is fouled out of play to the right. Is that off the clubhouse? It went off something. I heard it. Yep.
The Braves back home hosting Arizona tonight, and I think we'll probably join that in progress after we get off the air. Another foul to the screen by Ladner. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. Wigginton with the pitch inside. Got past <laughs> Ruder back to the backstop. Well, that's when you uh, pitch like that, you're awfully glad nobody's on base. Two and two. Freshman Briggs Ruder behind the plate in this game, making his first start. Wigginton's pitch, ground ball to second. Mabry's got it. Over to first, and that's out number one here in the sixth inning. Five in a row set down by Wigginton. Mabry's been busy out at second base, hasn't he? Boy, he sure has. He's uh, uh, of those five in a row, he's handled three of them. The shortstop number two, John Mark Mullins. Here's Mullins. Single and struck out in his last appearance. Pitches outside, ball one. This kid had quite a series against us in Birmingham, and for a 218 hitter, somebody I just you told don't me like to number. see him coming up there. Yeah. Ball hit to right field. Escher going back. He's got room, and he's got it for out number two. Plenty of room. Two down in the sixth. The batter is Pete Fullerton. That doesn't look like Pete. You think we got a pinch hitter? I'm pretty sure we do. Yeah, that's number 27. Thomas Johns. 6'2", 285. Yes, Thomas is uh, hes a big one. A left-handed hitter. Did not uh, play much against us in Birmingham. I think he may, be, may have gotten one or two at-bats as a pinch hitter. Two outs, bases empty. Swing and a little tap foul. Strike one. Says he's an infielder, but uh, I can't imagine him being anything other than a, a first baseman. Can you? No. That looks like actually, Pedro Sandoval up he, there. Actually, he looks more like a catcher. One strike to count. The pitch. Missed outside, one and one. Let's see what Mr. Johns is doing. 172, he is five out of 29. The one-one pitch, check swing and a strike call, one and two.
he does have a build a little bit like the panda, doesn't he? Here's the one-two pitch from Wigginton. Hit in the air into left center field. Who's going to take it? Sullivan is under it. He's got it for out number three. Three up, three down. Wigginton getting a little better as the game goes along. Well, he sure has, Dick. Nothing across in the six. We go to the bottom of the six. Raiders two, UAB one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better. But did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important, too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom half of inning number six. Raiders could use a little insurance, John. Oh boy, you got that right. Leading two to one here, we'll have Sullivan, Coker, and Williams to face right-hander Tyler O'Claire. Oh, but uh, you got to hand it to Peyton Wigginton after a. a a shaky start, would you agree with me? Yep. Uh, gave up a couple of hits in each of the first three innings. And since then, it's kind of settled down. Here's Hunter Sullivan. He has struck out and plied to center. Blue Raider left fielder. That's from the left side. Takes a whack at this first one and slams it in the right field for a base hit. Nice, easy swing. Sitting on that first pitch and got what he wanted. Sit number five for the Raiders. Looking fastball and that's what he got. Now here's Coker who has doubled to the wall in left center field twice. Been, been swinging it that, good. Yeah, it doubles to that same place again. We'll have that insurance run probably. Oh, Claire, the runner goes, swinging a miss. Throw to second. Good throw, just a little bit late. And Sullivan steals it. Yeah, base hit definitely can score that run. One strike to Coker. Sullivan now at second. Eau Claire 
looking in comes set. And the pitch. Strike on the inside corner. You know they had to have talked in the dugout between innings on how to pitch to Coker because he has uh, rattled the fence twice. Uh, you you got to know that for sure. And Eau Claire ahead in the count, two strikes. Outside. Put it right where the catcher wanted it. Try to get Coker to wave at a pitch off the plate. One and two. Long look in. Now Brett asks for time, steps out of the box. Look back at second on the pitch. Popped foul off his fist. It's going to fall harmlessly in front of the Blue Raider dugout. Count holes at a ball and two strikes. One thing about the game, John, when you are the pitcher, you're out there on the mound, you've got the game pretty much in your control because nothing can happen until you throw the ball. That is correct. And if you choose to stand out there for 30 seconds, you can Batter slow can, it down in a hurry, can't Batter you? Batter can call timeout all he wants, but you're still the one that decides uh, when play begins. Look back at second, the pitch. Low in the dirt, good stop by the catcher. Keel made a nice play, and it's two and two. Boy, they're being very, very careful about how they're pitching Coker. On deck hitter is Jacob Williams. Raiders leading two to one. Would like to pick up that run who's in the person of Sullivan out at second base. And again, Sullivan jumping around out there and draws a look. And Eau Claire steps off the rubber. No throw because there wasn't a fielder uh, Within, what, 35 or 40 feet of the bank? No, and he wasn't going to chase him down. (laughs) (laughs) 2-2 to Brett Coker. Shakes off a sign. Now he has one he likes. Looks back at second base. Pickoff play. He's back in there safely. That's a timing play, and it was executed perfectly. The runner just beat the throw back. Two and two. Second baseman took the uh, took the throw. Yep. Blazers definitely know how important that potential run at second base is. The two-two pitch. Hi, who threw it over his head to the backstop? That's a wild pitch. What, what did Bob Euchre say? Just a little bit outside. <laughs> Three and two now. And now, Coker has advanced to third. Yeah. No, that's uh, Sullivan. I'm sorry, Sullivan has advanced to third. And Coker is uh, 
Now worked they the, pull the infield in. Worked this to a 3-2 count. Infield pulled in, giving the advantage to the hitter. Swung on, hit in the air to shallow left field. The catch is made, the throw coming in, and Sullivan can't go anywhere. It was too shallow. Raiders have had a runner thrown out at home already today. One out. Now, had there been only one out, he might have dared the left fielder. But with no outs, you still got a chance on a sacrifice fly to get him in. Sure do. And they're going to still have the infield playing in. Here's Jacob Williams. He has walked and popped out, and now we'll have a visit to the mound. And they're bringing all those infielders in for this discussion. Lightning's Locker Room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's Locker Room, the official game day provider, powered by Textbook Brokers. Well, we saw the Raiders uh, bunt a runner home in the fourth inning. Yep. And that was Freeman who laid down the bunt. He's the on-deck hitter. We'll see if uh, they're thinking about more of the same with Jacob Williams. Well, Coach Toman likes that squeeze play. And the safety squeeze is really, that's what it is. That's why they call it the safety squeeze because the runner doesn't have to come barreling in head first. All the batter has to do is lay a bunt down and then the runner reads the reads the bunt. Pitch to the plate is low ball one to Williams. Right fielder playing fairly shallow. That's Zach Davis. The other two outfielders about straight away. Infield in. First baseman way in. Swing and a miss. One ball and one strike. Put it in play somewhere. That's that's what we need here. One and one to Williams. Anything but a pop-up on the infield. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Eau Claire is ahead in the count now. Hunter Sullivan, the runner at third with one out. The pitch struck him out. Had him out in front. Well, that's exactly what Eau Claire needed. Yeah. Now it's going to take a two-out hit from Freeman. Get that run home. Fifth strikeout for Eau Claire. Freeman safe on a fielder's choice. Laid down that safety squeeze bunt. But now there are two outs. Infield back. Swing and a oh, miss and badly fooled on that pitch. Terrible pitch. Terrible pitch. 
in the dirt outside. Catcher one. was uh, had to stretch out and caught it on the first base side of the uh, left-handed batter's box. One strike to Freeman. That was probably a slider that had a little more movement than anybody really was looking for. Strike two called. Yeah. No balls, two strikes. A little disagreement from the stands on that call. Yeah. Catcher setting up way outside. Struck him out swinging. Well, the Raiders strand a runner at third. No runs, one hit, one left. And we'll see how that plays into the game as we go to the seventh inning. It's Middle Tennessee 2, UAB 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Fighting out of the green quarter, wearing a 20-ounce bottle and weighing in at a whopping zero grams of sugar, Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. And fighting out of your corner, your taste buds. Let's do the do. It's Mountain Dew Zero Sugar and a knockout. Nothing can stop the time. When only the best zero sugar flavor will do, do the do. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates, 615-896-5656. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Top of the seventh inning. Raiders need to get three outs here. UAB is going to use a pinch hitter for Keel. It is Thomas Johnston. We had Thomas Johns, and now we have Thomas Johnston. He played against the Raiders quite a bit in the earlier series, was two for seven. I think he was a first baseman. Left-handed hitter. Then we go back to the top of the order. Peyton Wigginton. Has retired the last seven in a row. The pitch. Swing and a foul down the left field line. Hit it uh, on a line down that way. One strike to count to Johnston. 231 hitter with... No home runs. Wigginton's pitch, ground ball, right side. Mabry on the outfield grass, throws to first and got him. Nice play there. All of Mabry's momentum was heading uh, towards the right field line. He was in uh, on the grass and uh, managed a good throw. One up, one down. 
This is Jess Davis. He has struck out twice, reached on a fielder's choice. He's the Blazers' leadoff man. Yeah, need to keep this guy off base here. Wigginton ready to work. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Davis was the last blazer to reach base against Wigginton. That was back in the fourth inning. On a fielder's choice. Yep. One strike to count. A strike at the knees, and it's 0-2. Sun starting to set behind Floyd Stadium on this Friday afternoon. Still seems like Saturday. Two strikes the count. And the pitch to the plate is outside in the dirt. Bounced away from Reuter. One and two. John, if you look up above, there's just a few scattered clouds now. Yeah, it's uh, turned very, very nice. Mostly blue skies. Yeah, that uh, that uh, messy stuff has moved off. Ground ball to short. Lopez bobbles it. Not going to get a fast yeah, runner. That's got to be an E6. Oh. He was trying to be so careful and became too careful. Sometimes you can think, uh, overthink yourself, can't you? That's what that looked like. That ball right at him. Yeah. And he so was one down out. and uh, just didn't handle it cleanly. Here's Simpson. 0 for 3, three ground balls. Could use one of those here. Oh, sure could. Two of those ground balls to J.T. Mabry. Another one here would... Uh, be nice. Could turn that into a double play. He bunts, and it's foul out of play. Strike one. So they're playing for one run. I don't know. I think he was playing for a base hit. I don't know if I'd give up that second out. He is a speedy runner. Well, the infield playing no doubles. Look at uh, look at Coker. Runner goes, throw to second. I think it's in time. He is O-U-T at second base. Ah, great throw from, uh, from Reuter. He cut him down. Boy, sure did. That is a big, big out. That is out number two. And they count two strikes on Simpson. All of a sudden, the Blazers are down to their last strike. Peyton Wigginton now will pitch out of the full windup. And the 0-2 is just missed. He just crowd thought he had him. (laughs) Boy, that was close on the corner. Must have been a little bit low. I don't know. One and two. 
Two outs in the seventh. And the pitch. Inside, ball two. Minder to stay with us. We'll have our postgame show coming up. Brady will be going down on the field to get some words from Coach Toman. We'll recap both games for you. Two balls, two strikes to Simpson. Two outs here in the seventh. And the pitch. Bouncing ball. Mabry over. Turns, throws to first late. That's an infield hit. Maybe had, Mabry had to throw against his body. His momentum was taking him away from where he wanted to be. So an infield hit with two outs. And makes that play at second base even bigger. Boy, you got that right. That would have given him first and third. Here's Schultz. Two out of three. Now you've got a base stealer at first again in the person of Simpson. That's a strike on the outside corner. Nothing and one to Schultz. Raiders thought they had Simpson struck out. Didn't get the call. He leads it first. That's going to be a base hit into left center. Cut off by Sanders. They're going to send the runner. Throw to the plate. Not in time. And we've got a tie ball game. Mm-mm-mm. A ball into left center field. And both Sullivan and Sanders trying to get there. And uh, Chandler Simpson, uh, as soon as the ball comes off that bat, he's running with two outs. Doesn't have to uh, worry about anybody catching it. So scores all the way from first. So Schultz ties the game. I'm giving him a single on that. And he yeah, a single and second on, on throw. Second on the throw. I agree with you. So it's two to two here in the seventh. And Coach Bunn out to the mound. That run will have to be unearned because of the error. Am I right on that? You are part right. <laughs> no, uh, it uh, – well, the run, uh, the error would have been the second out, not the third out. Okay. So it, that run is earned. Actually, the player who lived on the error was thrown out at second base, so he Correct. was not a factor. And we're going to see David's eyes now. Raiders making a pitching change. We'll uh, tell you about our new pitcher when we come back after this on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College. 
Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher for the Raiders is left-hander David Zaz. He'll come in here with two outs in the seventh inning and a runner at second base. Making his 16th appearance, he has uh, thrown 25 and two-thirds innings, giving up eight runs, five of them earned on 19 hits, four walks, 25 strikeouts. 1.75 ERA, 4-0 record with five saves, and a 2-11 ERA. Not a save situation, but if he can get this out and the Ra- Ra- Raiders can score in the bottom of the seventh, he'd pick up another win. Zaz will pitch to Zach Davis, the cleanup hitter, who is two for three today. Leadoff hitter in the inning, pinch hitter Johnston grounded out. Davis hit a ground ball right at Lopez at short, and he bobbled it for an error. And then Davis was thrown out trying to steal, so two outs. Simpson beat out an infield hit, and Schultz, Singled into left center, deep enough for Simpson to come around and score. Here's Zach Davis. Two to two. Swing and a foul back, strike one. Raiders one strike from victory in this game. That has happened before. It was not a good outcome. There, oh. Pitch outside, one and one. I thought he went. Tried to check his, well, he checked his swing. Apparently was successful. I thought he had committed. One ball, one strike. Saws with the pitch. Checked his swing that time, and he did commit one and two. That was a little more emphatic than the uh, previous one. One ball, two strikes. Well, Raiders, they're going to win this game. They uh, will have a chance in the seventh if we can get them out here. 
the pitch. Outside. Two and two. Eight, nine, and one. I'm thinking we'll see some pinch hitters. I think you're right. Lights beginning to take effect here at Ray Smith Field. Sun just dipped behind the press box over at Floyd Stadium. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. The inning is over, but not before UAB scores the tying run on two hits. There was an error and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the seventh inning. It is UAB 2, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We're back here at uh, Reese Smith Field, going to the bottom of the seventh inning. It's all tied up. Raiders two, Blazers from Alabama, Birmingham two, and Dick Palmer. We're going to see the, well, it's scheduled for the eight, nine, and one hitters. I think we're going to see a pinch hitter, though. I don't know. That's uh, that 38 down there. That is Rudder. Uh, yes, he's going to lead off. He has struck out and flied to center. And Nathan Sanders is in the on-deck circle. So, all right. So much for. Well, so much for our guesswork, yeah, right? Yeah, right. Well, this would be a good time to have. This would good uh, be a good time for Rudder to uh, have his first. Blue Raider hit. Eau Claire stays in the game for UAB. First pitch is a strike called. Nothing in one. Briggs has struck out and flied to center. Right-hander delivers. Swing and a miss. Nothing and two. Bottom half of the seventh inning, two to two, pitch. 
Ground ball, just oh. foul outside the bag at third. Count holding at two strikes. Briggs Rudder. Right-hander winds and fires. Fouled off another one. Back to the screen, staying in there. Raiders need a base runner. Here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Swing and a miss, struck him out. So rudder down on strikes for out number one. That's strikeout number seven. I'll recheck that. Three, four, five, six, seven. Seven strikeouts for Eau Claire. Nathan Sanders has flied to left and grounded to second. He's 0 for 2. Swing and a miss. Strike one. This guy's still throwing hard. He's done a good job of staying around the plate all day. There's a little looper going to be caught by the second baseman, Simpson, on the outfield grass. Ball headed to right field, but Simpson was there to cut it off, and that is out number two. Here is Lopez. He has walked and scored, grounded out, and flied to right. Right-hander delivers. Check swing and a foul to the screen. One strike to Fausto. He could do this with just one pitch, couldn't he? For a little guy, he's got... uh, Pretty good power. Yes, he could do it. Strike two call. Nothing in two. Two outs, bases empty. Ground ball to second. Simpson boots it. Raiders have a runner on. The potential winning run is at first base with two outs. So just as Lopez (laughs) made an error on a routine grounder in the top of the inning, Simpson does likewise in the bottom of the seventh. And Lopez at first with two outs for J.T. Mabry. You know Fausto wants to run. Well, you know that. He's not going. Swing and a miss. Strike one. Big swing from J.T. He has hit a sacrifice fly, has struck out and popped out. Eau Claire comes set, throws to first, Lopez back. Go, 
They have a new catcher in. They pinch hit for Keel last inning. The pitch. Line drive. Base hit left field. Lopez turns. Has to stay at second. And the throw comes back in. So Mabry extends the inning with a solid single to left field. Hit number six for the Raiders and the batter. Jennings is going to hit here for Escher. Escher had been one for three, and I don't know if if that leg might be bothering him or if this is just a straight strategy move. I don't know. That, uh, that It's going to be a right-hander against a right-hander unless they're going to the pin. So Jennings will hit here, and Dillingham has grabbed a bat. He's in the on-deck circle. They're going to leave him in. So runners are at first and second with two outs. The potential winning run at second base and the first in of Fausto Lopez. So you've got a good speedy runner at second. Here's Gabe Jennings. He had a hit in the first game. Swings and fouls this one. Strike one. Jennings had a double in three trips in game one. First and second with two outs. Eau Claire steps off the pitching surface. One strike to count to Gabe Jennings, right-handed batter. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing in two. Mm. Claire looking in for the sign. Two strikes to count. And oh. struck him out swinging. Got him on that pitch down and away. No runs. One hit, one error, two left. We're going extra innings here in game two as we will go to the eighth inning with a score. Middle Tennessee 2, UAB 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. 
With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Anderson Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the eighth inning in a 2-2 game for UAB. It will be J.P. Fullerton, Ladner, and Mullins to face David Zaz. Zaz came in, struck out Zach Davis to end the seventh inning. So here's Fullerton. He is grounded out three times, twice to Mabry and once to the first baseman, Freeman. So David Zaz with the game in his hands now after relieving Wigginton. First pitch is a strike call, nothing in one. Bullerton, a left-handed batter against the left-hander Zaz. Have a new right fielder. That's Bryce Simtar out there. That pitch pops out of the catcher's mitt. One and one. So Simlar in right. And I guess that was the only yeah, that's, uh, change. The pitch. Check swing, it's outside. Two balls on a strike to Fullerton. Extra innings here in game two. Swung on, fouled back to the screen. Two and two. We had two extra inning, seven inning games uh, somewhere recently. I believe that may have been in San Antonio. It was. That's another game where the Raiders were down to their last strike and lost it on a wild pitch with a runner at third. Foul to the screen, two and two, count holes. Take 
Similar fairly deep out in left field. Two balls, two strikes. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Fullerton down on strikes for out number one. Zaz has faced two and struck out two. The designated hitter, number 18, Ian Ladner. This is Ladner, solo home run in the second inning. After that, two ground balls to Mabry. One out of three. Zaz shaking off a sign. Now he's ready. Look how deep our left fielder is. Oh, wow. Swing and a miss. Strike one to Ladner. Sanders pretty deep in center. They're respecting this guy's power. Oh, and uh, bright field. Uh, Similar, yeah. yeah. He's, he's deep also. Playing no doubles is what they're doing. Look at the uh, on the corners, the infielders. They are really hugging that line. Fly ball to right. Similar moving near the line. He's got it. That was in Boy. fair territory. Almost uh, crossed over into foul ground. He had to go a long, long way considering how deep he was playing. That's the second out. And the batter is Mullins. Number two, John Mark Mullins. One for three. Let's get him and come back and get some runs. Get a run. That's all we need is one run, right? Mullins singled in the second, struck out in the fourth, fly to right in the sixth. David Zaz with the pitch. Low and outside, ball one. Switch hitter batting right-handed against the lefty. Zaz. One ball, no strikes. Zaz pitching out of the stretch. Ball hit to center. That's going to fall in for a hit. Mullins with his second hit of the game. First hit off David Zaz, and the batter is number nine. Let's check and see. The third baseman, number nine, Blaine Smith. Blaine Smith. Figure he must have come into the game. Probably in the seventh inning. Yeah, Yeah, after Fullerton was lifted for a pinch hitter. So Smith will bat for the first time. Facing Zaz here in the eighth inning. A runner at first, two outs. Smith hitting an even 200, six out of 30. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Mullins at first. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. One and one. 
Two outs here in the top of the eighth inning. Mullins the runner at first, the pitch. Swung on, hit right at Lopez. Who will take it for out number three. No runs, one hit, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders need one to win. The Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning in a 2-2 game. And a new pitcher coming on for UAB will be number eight, Brady Green. Brady Green, a right-hander, coming on for his 15th appearance. He's thrown 12 and two-thirds innings, giving up four runs, three earned on eight hits. Five walks, eight strikeouts, uh, 2.13 ERA, 3-1 record with one save. And opponents are hitting 190 against uh, Brady Green. Got the win in game three in Birmingham. Pitched an inning and a, inning and a third, two strikeouts and no hits or runs. Also came in in game two, pitched two-thirds of an inning, gave up a hit. But he is uh, their most reliable reliever, and just as Zaz is ours. So he is on here in the bottom of the eighth inning. He'll face, looks like Brian Dillingham will be leading off. Dillingham was on deck to hit for Sullivan and may have played left field last inning, John. I didn't notice. But he's going to be the batter here. Sullivan had been one for three. So Dillingham, then Coker and Williams. Bottom half, number eight, two to two. Tried to bunt, fouled it off, strike one. Trying to get on base. Raiders put the potential winning run on in the bottom of the seventh inning. Couldn't get him across. Had him in scoring position. One strike to count to Dillingham. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Nothing in two. Brian was in uh, left field for 
just about every game in the Western Kentucky series. Struck him out way outside, had him fishing. One out in the eighth. So just as Zaz did, Green comes in and strikes out his first batter. And here is Coker. Two doubles and a fly ball to left field. Green will pitch out of the stretch. Swung on, hit in the air to left field, but not deep enough. Left fielder coming in will make the grab. Four out number two. Two up, two down in the eighth. The batter is Jacob Williams. He has walked, popped out, struck out. That pitch way outside and all the way to the backstop. Ball one. Comes a little sidearm. Williams takes a strike, one and one. Laid that one over the inside corner. Definitely playing him to pull. The one-one pitch. Just missed. Must have been a little outside. Two and one. Right-hander delivers. Check swing. Foul to the screen. Two balls, two strikes to Williams. Two outs, bases empty, bottom of the eighth inning, and the Raiders and the Blazers tied at 2-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. Catcher lost the ball. He may get to first base. He does. The catcher lost the ball, and the pitcher had to come in and tell him where it was. So the Raiders got a break. Let's see if we can take advantage of this. Yeah, so that'll be a strikeout and an E2. Unless they call it a wild pitch. Did not look like a bad pitch. Uh, It looked like he should have handled it. Here's Freeman. The potential winning run at first with two outs. That's Williams who lived after A strikeout and either an error or a wild pitch. The pitch, breaking ball, misses low, ball one. And I don't know if we ever determined who that new catcher was, John. They took their starting catcher out. Yeah, they did not uh, put an error on the board, so I'm assuming that's going to end up being a wild pitch, not a a strikeout and a wild pitch. Swing and a foul straight back, one and one the count. I'll look back and see if anybody else caught for them in our series. They have a 
Catcher named Killingsworth, number 13. I don't know if that's he or not. Pitches fouled to the screen, skipped off the screen, and back into the grandstand. Somebody with a, let's see. One ball, two strikes. That looks like a a 13, you said? Yeah. I think that's right. That would be Killingsworth. The pitch. Shot to right field. That's a base hit. Williams turns at second. He has to hold up. First and second with two outs. There's one sure thing about baseball, John. You know what? What's that? There are no sure things. You got that right. You got that right. We've seen a lot, haven't we, in 15 years. First and second two outs. The Raiders had had actually struck out and were out of the, and, and UAB was out of the inning, but the catcher couldn't hang on to the third strike. Williams made it to first, and now Freeman singles to right. And here's Rudder. Pitches outside, ball one. I remember a ball game I covered for the paper at Greer Stadium, and uh, sounds looked like they were going to win it. We got to the ninth inning, and I had the story all written. All I had to do was plug in some quotes. They ended up losing that one. Outside, ball two. Two had to rewrite the whole story. <laughs> Two and oh, the count to Briggs Rudder. Williams at second, Freeman at first. The pitch tapped foul. Two and one. Well, it'd be nice to see this kid get a hit and win the game. Boy, yeah, first first start. That would be a sports writer's dream. Yeah, it would. You'd have a lead. Two balls and a strike to Rudder. The pitch inside, ball three. Now he's going to get something to hit. Three and one more than likely. They don't want to load the bases. Three balls and a strike. Yeah. Green comes set. Hits it foul down the left side, out of play. Three and two, and now, John, the runners will get a little bit of a head start. They'll be moving on the pitch. Three balls, two strikes, two outs, bottom of the last inning here in an extra inning game. The pitch fouled off to the right side. Runners will return. Boy, the outfielders are very, very, very shallow. Have to be. Yeah, any ball hits to the outfield, uh, you figure the the Raiders will try to score that runner. Absolutely. From second base. Another 3-2 pitch coming to Briggs Rudder, the pitch. 
Swung on, hit high in the air to left. Barely deep, left fielder back near the wall. And that one's gone. Wow. Now there's the lead for you, Dick. That is a three-run homer and a storybook finish for the young freshman making his first start. And he is mobbed at home plate. That is a three-run walk-off home run. Down to his last strike. Wow. So now we see why they left him in the game and let him hit, John. Well, no runners left on base in that inning, Dick. Wow, that's a, that's exciting. That's exciting stuff. Three runs, two hits. An error or a wild pitch, whatever. I think it's the wild pitch. Last Nobody time, left. Time I saw, they were still, it was still three errors on the board. Raiders win it by a score of five to two. And split the doubleheader. We'll come back and play a regulation nine inning game tomorrow. Game time is one o'clock. Be on the air at 12.45. Stay with us. Our post-game show will be coming away next. Raiders win five to two. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. 